Hi, and welcome to the Art of Spiritual Sleep. My name is Wendy Rosenthal, and I am your very excited co-host alongside capitalistic sleep and dream expert Mordechai Ballas, because for many reasons, but here are two big ones. The first one is we are starting our ninth season today, and I'm very excited, and we are so grateful for all of you who have been listening over the past eight seasons. We wanted to do something extremely special for you because... You are such uh, amazing and dedicated listeners and supporters of the, the podcast that we have invited Kabbalistic astrologer Miriam Ashkenazi to join us for the entire season. So exciting. Each week, we are going to talk about sleep under the stars, and we're going to focus on a different sign of the zodiac. Now, you might be wondering, you know, hey, if I'm not an Aries, and guess what? We get to start with Aries, which is my sign. So I'm very excited about that. But if you are not an Aries, don't worry. My guess is you know an Aries. You might have Aries in your chart in ways you didn't know. You might have fire in your chart in ways that you didn't know. And so actually, and actually all the signs affect us. Um, all the planets affect us each and every day. And so this is your way to understand better what the energy of each sign is going to be. So even if you're not the sign, it's going to be really fun to tune in. If it's your first time with us, thank you for joining us. The Art of Spiritual Sleep is a podcast where we dive deeply into the power of sleep and dreams as shared with us and through Mordechai um, from the, the ancient wisdom of Kabbalah. And each week we feature two fantastic uh, features that we give to you at the end of the episode. So please stick around. The first is something to sleep on where Mordecai and this season, Miriam, are going to share tips and exercises, uh, meditations that you can do to really um, enhance your sleep and dreams. And also we have the language of dreams where Mordecai shares a sleep symbol of the week. So you can start to learn about your own dreams to be able to interpret them and maybe interpret those of others around you. So please stay tuned for that. I'm very excited to jump in and introduce Mordecai, who is with now both of all three of us here today to talk about sleep under the stars. Mordecai. So, so just uh, to kickstart the, the energy for this series, I just want to set our intention and really like the consciousness behind of what we're doing here, because we want to uh, the bottom line of what we're doing is we want all of you that are listening, all of you that are watching, and thank you, by the way, for the feedback, and thank you for sharing, keep on sharing um, everything that we share with you, to keep in mind that what we're doing together, the purpose of it, the bottom line, as our teacher, Rav Berg, shares with us, the proof is in the pudding, is to improve your sleep and to improve your dreams. Your dreams will be improved as a result of you improving your sleep. So I can't think about another better way um, to really take it to the next level by seeing the correlation, by seeing the connection between the zodiac signs. And we are all, by the way, affected. Um, today we speak about Aries. I am a previous lifetime Aries. I have a lot of fire, a lot of Aries in my chart, so I can definitely relate to it. And some of you maybe have a spouse that is Aries. You might have no 
uh, influences of Aries in your chart, uh, but you might have a child that is Aries, you might have a boss that is Aries. We all have the influences. Maybe your chart, maybe you already progressed in the, uh, throughout the years. Maybe you were born as a, as a Pisces, which is the last one in the zodiac. And now, already after um, 28 years or maybe even uh, less, you already now progressed into uh, Aries. So we all affected to one degree or another. So I would advise and recommend to listen carefully. We want to give you tips and recommendations that you can tap into the best Aries energy that you can receive and uh, use the fire, not try to eliminate the fire, use the energy of the Aries to better your sleep and to better your dreams. And I believe, uh, Miriam, it's, it's a bit challenging uh, for Aries to go to sleep, to fall asleep, <laughs> right? Right, you know, it's funny, I, I thought about it on the way here, that I always, my daughter is not an Aries, but this example is, you know, there is the commercial for the batteries, right? Duracell, did you ever see it? <laughs> with energizer, the, the energizer. Yeah. Energizer, right? Or whatever it is that they go, go, and until they like, <laughs> this is a little bit of a description of an Aries, you know, they'll continue until they, you know, faint. <laughs> I can yeah, attest so. to that, by the way. Yeah, Absolutely so definitely not it's not well, an when easy You're Aries, right? I am Aries. Yep. Yeah, so yes, Mordechai, exactly. It's not easy. Uh, I hope that today we're, we'll find some um, spiritual solutions and how to quiet the energy down. Um, maybe we should start and talk about the sign a little bit. Yes. What do you think, Mordechai? Is that a good beginning? Sure, sure. Fire in the so, house. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about the sign a little bit and, and um, see what's their, um, you know, what's spiritually going on and um, what are the challenges, the typical challenges of the sign. And I think that will lead us straight to the topic of sleep. So first of all, Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. Um, and as everything first, like it's a lot of energy right? We say the first, at the beginning, you have the most, you're most motivated. You have a lot of desire. You know what you want. It's like the child of the Zodiac. It's the, the ultimate energy, the beginning. So Aries are very good generally at starting new things, right? But that energy comes not just from the fact that they're the first, also they're fire signs. So we understand fire comes with a lot of energy and passion and confidence, but according to Kabbalistic astrology, we learn that each sign has an, an element that everybody's aware of. If you learn any school of astrology, you know that there are fire, air, water, and earth. But what's unique about Kabbalistic astrology is that we also identify a spiritual element, internal element that make the sign unique. So Aries is fire, but it's internally water. So mm. think about putting water and fire together. What do you get? Right? Something very balanced, I'd like to say. <laughs> <laughs> so you have that fire and let's put it together. So fire and water, but also 
the planet that rules Aries is Mars. Mars known to be the planet of war, right? It's like, like the, the confrontative nature. That's So you put all of that together and fire and water, which are two extreme energies, you get double extreme energy, right? right? And, it's either and like the is, fire what, evaporates the water or the water turns off the fire. Right, or yes, it's like steam. I like to think about mm. steam, right? right? That's a great analogy, I like that. Yeah, so it's you have like to steam. find the balance. Yes, and but the thing is, it's so beautiful because what I love about the combination, the internal element is actually a very important tool for any sign what they need to develop. Okay, so when you don't really pay attention how you operate with the fire and water, it can be water is also emotions. So all the energy of of being aggravated and angry. And, and aggressive and together with Mars, together with the fire, that's something very, you know, they're very emotional, potentially very emotional, right? But emotions that are uncontrolled or all over the place, like fire, right? When it spreads with the wind. So, so that's the danger of the fire and the water, but water is also the energy of sharing. It's the energy right. of nurturing. So if Aries taps into their, internal element in a spiritual way with restriction with balance they could be the greatest uh, influence for good you know it says that they have so much power to make a difference the issue with the aries typically is that because the first sign of the zodiac they're naturally first right so they see themselves first they can potentially be very selfish or driven by their own personal agenda but imagine they activate the water more it, if they do that for the sake of sharing, they could be the ones that make a huge difference in the world and bring upon... So that's, so that's something yeah. that if you do as an Aries or with Aries influence in your child throughout the day, that can improve your sleep, right? Mm. If you bring the energy of sharing into the fire... Right. Uh, that can actually make you calm down before you go to sleep. Because my, my feeling is that um, um, for Aries, not that I would generalize, but my feeling is that they, many of them would probably think that sleep is a waste of time. Right. Right. No, but... you know, it's a means to an end. Uh, let me say it differently as being an Aries. It's, it's just yeah. something that you do so that you can get up and do more. Right. right? It's not like it, it's more, it's, it's not that it's not important. It just, you want to do it and get done, get past it. So you can get up and do more. Right. But you know, one thing that I'm sure you mentioned in all the episodes, you know, sleep is the time for the soul to recharge. Right. So right. if you really right before you go to sleep, I think this is a great tool for an Aries to do. Yes. It's true that throughout the day, they need to overcome that selfish nature and share as much as they can but it's not always easy. So what can they do proactively on a systematic way before they go to sleep that they plant right. that seed that at night their soul setting is like changing, right? And, and they will wake up to really be able to share more. So one thing I'm thinking about is before you go to sleep, as an Aries, you think, how could I have shared more today? Think about the day that passed mm. and recognize moments and times where you maybe were rushing into uh, being reactive. You didn't take advantage of an opportunity to share and, and find those opportunities. 
it's not always easy for an Aries to recognize it at the moment. But when you look back, if you practice that before you go to bed, you kind of set up mm. the right beginning for the next day. I, Does that I, make sense? Yeah, I think that's great, Mary. I really do. And I also wanted to ask, I want to explore a little bit more because Mordecai talks a lot um, in the you know last few seasons about how, how we engage in our day it really does also impact how your soul is going to elevate in the, in the nighttime. And with this kind of revelation that Aries have this inner water elements, you were saying mm. like, if they can activate it more, is there, is there something, is there something you can share with, um, with the audience about how to tap in? And I, and I think it's something that every sign is going to have their internal element. Like, if you're saying to me, Wendy, you're an Aries, but I want you to tap into your water a little bit more. Like what advice can I have during my day? Not just before I go to sleep. Right. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's very easy for Aries to know what they want and what they need. So in those moments throughout the day, when, you know, and, and, and it's also known that the first sign of the Zodiac potentially can be the most reactive one, right? Jump into mm. that. Um, and, and, and the whole idea of transforming the desire to receive for the self alone to the desire to receive for the sake of sharing, it's very appropriate for an Aries to continue and, and, you know, deepen the understanding and act by it, but just catch moments throughout the days where you do something only for yourself Mm. and Mm. see how can I do it for a bigger purpose or how can I include someone else so I do that because I want that let me see what someone else wants or what someone else needs it's always like um, it's not a problem that you're included in that but it's not only you mm-hmm. okay? okay so you go and you want to do your nails I'm just giving an example or take care of yourself and do bring someone else with you that you can treat this is a simple little thing but but everything you want to ask yourself, do I do it only for my selfish reasons, my own agenda, or I'm doing it for a greater good? Okay, thank you. Yeah. It's interesting because I think about it, um, like obviously water is the power of nurturing, that the air is have inside, um, and the power of life, but also fire has the energy of sharing. So let's say when you turn on fire, whether it's like a bonfire or um, just, you know, to warm up the house, the fire doesn't keep the energy to itself. So the nature of the fire is to spread out, right? To extend itself. It doesn't keep the energy to itself. But only with restriction, I would say. Right. Right? Like fire that spreads in the woods will burn out everything. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Yeah. Right. But when it's done with the right, yeah, with the right uh, transformation, with the right energy, so it has the energy of sharing within it, right? Like it's, uh, it doesn't keep the energy to itself. And you know, I really love the description that you used of of steam, right? Because Mm -hmm. again, like Mordecai saying, steam has an energy of warmth and of heating and of like moving through sharing, but it's not as harsh as a fire, right? It can do a lot of the things that fire can do, right? It can move things, you know, steam, right. steam engines that were, you know, trains that were moved by steam, but yet 
it it's softer in a way. So I love that description. Right. So, so what else can I do as an Aries or being influenced by the Aries? What I else think, can I do throughout the day? So I, I'm going to actually want to talk about another point that Aries okay. can relate to. Um, so on a positive note, Aries could be very passionate, right? They're excited. They're into something. That's, again, the water and the fire together, right? You feel it. <laughs> so on the other hand, because sometimes they're very quick to judge or quick to react, they could get upset and angry very quickly and mm. maybe even say things they don't mean and regret, right? Because it's like right away from the head to outside, right? This is, there is no filter. So I think one more, you, maybe it's more throughout the day, but I, I think more like it, I feel like it's all connected. I think that one thing that will help you in the next day is actually before you go to sleep is, right? We thought about all the ways I could have shared more. So if it was mm. a very reactive day, you know, there's some days like that, that you, you know, you don't believe that you said what you said or that you screamed that, or that you were aggressive. So at night also, it's very important to go through a process of recognizing it and also forgiveness. I think for Aries, it's very important to forgive, not just let it pass, go to another day and don't look at it and, 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 and examine the, the day and those moments, like to go through a process of really forgiving others for things that may be upset you at the moment and also forgiving yourself. Forgiveness is a very powerful tool for Aries. So, so what about... Um... From what I understand, from what I know, from the little that I know about astrology, Aries have a challenge with memory. They have like short memory uh, for many of them, right? Like uh, it's tired of like uh, the movie Fifty First Dates, right? <laughs> that she doesn't remember the. So so how? Let's say I'm in Aries, right? I'm supposed to. Let's say it's the end of the day. How am I supposed to, what can I do if I don't remember even that uh, there's something that was upsetting for me because they move on so quickly. Right. Uh, or like they to forgive on. someone or to forgive myself. I already moved on. Right. It's like I don't remember it. So do you have any idea on what can I do with my me memory challenge? You know what I love, and maybe Mordechai, you'll help me to go back to that source. I know that it's written, or one of the Kabbalists taught us about the idea of, you know, waiting for three days, right? Right. No. So yeah, my thought is, right, so maybe you can elaborate more on this idea, but when I think about Aries, or I am, um, you know, when I do a chart for someone that has a lot of Aries influence, I always love to give that. Uh, teaching because for an Aries to just wait before you say something, before you jump into conclusion, you're always going to gain something from that, you know, waiting period. You, you never know if it's real or not. If you don't wait, you never know where it's coming right. from. So I don't always say wait for three days. Maybe sometimes you can't wait for three days, but wait for three hours 
wait for, you know, the, depends what situation we're talking about. Three minutes think, would do a lot of us good. <laughs> right. But just, I think that practice, at least once a day, it's just a matter of practice. Yes, this is good. This is good. Also, I know that that Aries are, you know, we, we're stubborn in a lot of ways and we, we kind of want to get what we want. Um, and, I, you know, I'm kind of always thinking about it in terms of my sleep. Like I don't let go of things very quickly. I, I, I agree with Mordecai, the memory stuff I get, like you get over it. But when I want something, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to do this. So, but do you ever do, there, do Aries ever get tired? I mean, uh, it doesn't seem to be uh, an option. But you know why? I tell you what yeah. other actually to answer your question, Mordechai, about the memory and also about yeah. the fact that Aries don't get tired right before you go to sleep. I think for an Aries, is, I mean, this is an advice everybody, you know, every parents get, you know, you read about it with your kids that every. Now the world is so stimulating, right? It phones. Yeah, but Aries, Aries are kids forever anyways. Right. right? So, it's, so it's not just for kids, but I'm saying right. it's so important, like at least an hour before bedtime to disconnect, <laughs> to wind down. Yeah. That's very hard for an Aries to do. It's almost do nothing. Put Devices, music. all of this stuff. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> because that gives you the space and the time to remember to work on your spiritual practice, to, you know, your head stop working. So you're not dis distracted. You have to, there, for Aries, it's so important to wind down. It's funny because one of the tools we've been given uh, in the previous uh, seasons is to time how long does it take you from the moment you decide you're getting ready for bed, like a shower or whatever, all of that until you're actually in bed. And let's say it takes you, I don't know, let's say 47 minutes in, on average. So you, you take, you put a timer on before you want to go to sleep. And you take this time that you do nothing besides uh, preparation. So it's just, it fits really uh, right into what you said about the Aries, that what can be helpful for them is actually to time, how long does it take them to get ready for bed? In the case of the Aries, I think it's like maybe 10 minutes, you know, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> for Taurus, it's way longer. But um, but it's really even if it's 10 minutes and you know, you need a little bit more than that, you know, you need, you know yourself. So you, you just got to find a sweet spot on how long you need before. Uh, it's usually, by the way, around an hour before, but how long you need before. Uh, to clear the energy that doesn't serve you in taking off uh, when you go to sleep. So, can I ask both of you a question? It, so, using Aries, Mordecai, you've talked so much about how the the soul elevates, you know, the takeoff, you know, the the ascending, and all of that. If if I'm an Aries is like my soul going to act like an Aries or is the Aries part of me more the physical body aspect and the soul does the same routine regardless of, of the sign. Cause I'm just like, I imagine my soul, like I lie down and I imagine like, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a fighter jet, not an airline, you know, like I'm like, boom. Right. Or, or is that, what do you think? No, it definitely, definitely affects 
it definitely affects. And we're going to talk about it later uh, in the season, but you will see that different signs are more prone to uh, sleep deeper or lighter, sleep go to sleep faster, or it takes them uh, like slower time, which I suspect already that uh, one of my daughters already transitioned to Aries after listening to Miriam, like because it's like every, almost every single night, she comes out of the room after she's already in bed. You know, it's like back and forth, back and forth, takes her a lot of time to, uh, to really wind down. But um, uh, you will see also that the certain, certain signs are more um, uh, open to receive messages, but that, or, or less open, or uh, they have funny dreams, right? My guess is that for the Aries, they probably have like mostly uh, a lot of um, light dreams. I call them it's adventure like, dreams. I have adventure yes. dreams. Like mine are very active. Adventure, yeah. yeah. That, that would be the right one. Also prone to uh, dreams about war, about uh, fights, about struggles, um, and uh, even violence even violence, because it's a very intense, strong element, right? The energy of the fire. And the Aries are also the warriors of the sign, of the zodiac. So um, I remember even from one of the Aries that I know as a child, that he had dreams of really like, he even had the, a lot of nightmares uh, because it's, it's a lot of short fuse. It's a lot of uh, energy that it's, it needs to be coming to a place of rest, of peacefulness. So you can really take advantage of your sleep. But definitely they can get like great ideas when they go to sleep because they are, they're also great innovators. They, they have like um, great ideas on, and great excitement. They can wake up. They also want to go to sleep for the sake of receiving more, like Miriam said, the charge of the battery so you'll get more excited. But uh, the air is so much potential in terms of ideas and energy and receiving energy boost while you're asleep and um, even resolving conflicts um, that happened the day before or upcoming conflicts using this energy, what Miriam already recommended for us to do, whether it's the forgiveness or the winding down, taking the time before, that can totally affect your upcoming potential conflicts. While you're asleep, your soul can take care of it. So each and every one of the signs has a gift that comes along with that energy of the sign that they can take advantage of that gift when they are asleep. I, I want to add something because I, I, yeah. I look at you, Wendy, and I'm thinking, oh, you love sports. I know you love sports. Mm -hmm. And, you know, <laughs> many Aries or people that have a lot of fire or Aries in their chart are also very drawn to physical activity. You know, they're like, they're so much into that. And I would actually say for an Aries, and it's amazing thing, you know, there's some signs that's struggling with that element, right? <laughs> that are more on the lazy side. 
But for an Aries, I would actually recommend to engage with that type of activity earlier in the day and not before they go to sleep too, because this is another, mm. um, the, again, that's for any human being, but specifically for an Aries to help this winding down and, 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 and slowing down energy to open up yourself for all the spiritual work that we're talking about, I wouldn't recommend exercising late at night or doing it in this, you know, the latest part of the day. That's a, that's a great point. But funny enough, I mean, I can't say this is true for all areas, but for me, mornings are much more powerful. I, I actually do. I actually do burn out a little, like slow down at night. I just think, cause I, I think I burn up all of my energy, like from six in the morning, <laughs> right? right? By seven o'clock. No, there's like, no okay. such a thing. Not for Aries. <laughs> well, right. you know, I have a lot of other stuff in my chart, but anyway, I was going to ask Miriam, because you both mentioned the fact that, um, you know, with the fire energy that maybe, maybe Aries might sleep less soundly. Is that something that an Aries would expect to, or to wake up a lot during the night? Yes. If, again, if, the preparation is not proper. Yes. Right. If, if you go to sleep without all this preparation and you carry with you all that energy to your sleep, then definitely, definitely. That's a, um, you know, I would, if you struggle with that, if an Aries struggle with that, being woken up often and, and not having like, I would also recommend, um, I know we do it for babies, that we put like a sound, how, how, how do you call it? Like a quiet sound. Like, like a sound machine. Yeah. Sound machine or, or water, sounds of water, anything like that, that it's like kind of the same throughout the night will be very powerful for Aries too. Yeah, I can actually imagine that. And I would like to add also that you can, uh, as an Aries or being influenced by the sign, uh, by the zodiac sign, you can ask yourself a question before you go to sleep. Um, on top of what Miriam shared on what can I do, what could I have done more to share today? One of the questions you can ask yourself is, because we're talking about uh, using the fire, right? So what am I excited about tomorrow that I will need the sleep tonight right. to get the energy from that sleep? Right, because you want to use the motivation of the Aries, because you, you can't really put off the fire, but you can tame the fire, you can use it in the right direction. So that's a question you can ask yourself before you go to sleep. Aries, Aries previous lifetime, and other influences, right? Moon in Aries, rising Aries, right? So you can ask yourself this question, how can I, what am I excited about tomorrow? that I need the sleep tonight uh, to benefit the most out of tomorrow. Well, that's exactly what I was talking about when I was saying sleep as a means to an end. And that, I, you just got me very happy <laughs> right there because <laughs> totally tap into that. Like I can, I can see saying, you know, okay, if I want to get up and do X, Y, and Z, like, let me prepare properly. It doesn't become just, um, something I have to do it, it. It has more purpose. So I really, right. I, it, it, it needs to rejuvenate me. Mm -hmm. So what uh, Mordechai is saying, why does it need to rejuvenate me towards like, what, what are my tasks tomorrow that I need that special energy tonight to, 
build me up towards, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah, we can also ask our soul before we go to sleep, like show me as, you, as I'm going to sleep, show me when I wake up, how can I share more throughout the day? How can I involve more? I can, how can I involve others more in what I do? Right. And the answers will come. The more you ask this question, the more answers are going to come, you know? Also, Mordecai, you've talked about the fact, and maybe we can talk about this as we go through the series, like, and could we, we just recently talked about the idea that there is a good, like a perfect sweet spot for everybody in terms of how long they need to sleep, you know? And I, and I remember saying to you in that episode that, you know, I, I sometimes sleep four or five hours and feel perfectly like happy and can go about my day. And like, so, so does your sign is, would that impact how you find like, what is your sweet spot in terms of the amount and quality of, of hours you need to sleep? Definitely. I think to say to Aries that they need eight hours of sleep, it's like, uh, <laughs> what's torture. going on with you? You know, it's a torture. You want me to do, you want me to be eight hours inactive which by the way the real realization uh, throughout the, the the previous series is to understand that we are so much more active energetically when we are asleep than when we are awake mm. so it's an illusion that you know we are when we are asleep we are not so uh, uh, active you know uh, but i would say it, it came to my mind another recommendation, which is great for Aries. Uh, there are certain, um, because they might have even the energy of, uh, because when we go to sleep, our body is uh, heated. Like many times when we go out of bed, right? The bed can be uh, very hot, relatively. So, um, and today with the mattresses of today, the heat is coming back. It's not absorbed by most of the mattresses. So the end result is that the individual is being cooked throughout mm -hmm. the night. And as an Aries, <laughs> it's even more energy of fire that goes out. So one of the ways there are actually pads that are filled with water, um, different things you can explore that are connected to a device and the device can set the temperature hmm. um, that no matter how much you are hot throughout the night, the device is actually cooling you down. And because it, it has water inside, it's perfect for Aries to, to cool down the energy. So yeah. I just thought about it. I mean, you can easily find it on, uh, on the internet really search for it, like pads that uh, um, like put, like they, they really adjust, they balance the temperature. As an Aries, like a recommendation, I would not use a heating pad because anyways, you are already on fire. So I'm you not, don't really need I'm extra a, fire. I am a furnace. At night, I literally yes. people have to get away from me because I'm so hot at night, and 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 that has nothing to do with anything other than being an Aries. You know, it's like I've been like yeah. that. Also, life. a lot of water activity before, meaning like uh, drinking water before you go to sleep, right? 
nice shower or nice bath. Usually baths are more relaxing than shower. You know, usually people say, I'm going to take a shower. Or people say, I'm going to take a quick shower. No one is saying, I'm going to take a quick bath. <laughs> bath is something you give it time, right? So I think it's good for the Aries to bring some water energy before they go to sleep. I love it. Okay. And I love the water noise, by the way. The water noise idea is perfect for it's them. Perfect. Yeah. That I totally connect to as well. Waterfalls. Um, and... Miriam, <laughs> I know, just so you know, our audience is very much connected to the 72 names. We have given it many times different ones for different purposes as something to sleep on. You, I know that you were telling me that each sign has some, a 72 name that's kind of connected with it. Can you share about that and how, how we might use that to help our, our sleep and dreams? Yeah, actually, each sign, I don't have it with me, but maybe we'll share it in the notes later, um, has 672 names that's connected to their, you know, this time of the year. So it will be interesting to kind of post all of them. Um, mm -hmm. But one specific one that is really relevant is in, when you look at the chart is number 76. And the letters are mem bet hey, which is farewell of arms. So, so you know, when you read about it, it mentions about the idea of conflicts. But it's not just when you're in conflict with other people, because sometimes, you know, you're not always in conflict. You're not always upset. There is no always a war. But definitely, yes, if you feel that. But it's this internal energy that you want to quiet down, that you want to balance, even the water and the and the fire, right? So the membethe is very powerful also to meditate before you go to sleep, when you wake up in the morning, to release that energy of internal war, that whatever <laughs> it is, it's, it's like a driving force for good sometimes because it pushes you to actually manifest things and do something and act but it definitely needs to be balanced. So that that's so it's name number 16. What? It's name number 16 from the 76. What well, can't be 76? Ah, why did I say 76? <laughs> why? Why? There is no 76. You know what? I need to check the number exactly. Um, yeah, I think it's 16. And my guess maybe is you're 16. right. And, and I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, maybe there are even two of them. So let's just be clear on which one it is and we'll post it at we'll the end it. with the... Okay. Yeah. yeah sure. Another one that comes to my mind, and I don't think it's specifically for, for Aries, but I think the 72 name for unity will be very powerful mm. for Aries too. And do you, you know, suggest, do you suggest using that as a meditation before you go to bed or to use it during the day? I, I would suggest to have it in front of you or available. <laughs> you can just like... <laughs> Put it out whenever you feel that energy is like attacking you, but definitely before you go to bed or if it's part of your morning practice when you wake up in the morning, if you do any sort of a prayer or connection or use any of the Kabbalistic tools, incorporate that as well. Great. Yeah. Amazing. I love this. This is going to be so exciting. I can't wait for the rest of the season. Thank you both so much. Can't wait for the Aries and the Aries influenced energy to share with us the, how they right. improve their sleep and dreams. Uh, yes. And, you know, it, it, when you know your chart, by the way, and I know all, like, I know my chart, I can't wait for all the other ones too, because I'm like, okay, I may be Aries sun, but I know that I'm not, I'm a Leo rising. So I can't wait to hear about Leo. And, and, 
just can you touch quickly on that? I don't want people to feel like if you know, like if they don't know their chart, they're not getting benefit. But there are different aspects of the chart, and and it all does it all blend, or is it like one more is more prevalent when it comes to sleep? I'm not sure I understand the question. Can you rephrase it? Again? So, for example, is my sun sign going to be more in, impactful on my sleep, particularly than my rising sign? Say, which okay. would take the lead. So first of all, um, the strong influences in someone's chart, let's say we talk about Aries. So if your sun is in Aries or your moon, which is your emotional world, is in Aries, your rising sign, if you have more than three planets in Aries, if your Tikkun is in Aries or past life is in Aries, there is a strong influence of Aries. What's interesting about planets, and maybe when we get to Pisces, our last one, we'll, we'll bring it up. <laughs> Neptune is very much connected to our 99% world, to our subconscious, right, to and very much connected to dreams too. So maybe when we get to Aries, we'll elaborate, and not Aries, sorry, Pisces will elaborate on that as well. So where your Neptune is, or if it has a strong location in the chart, will tell us a lot about that you know, the, the realm of sleep and dreams much more as well. Fantastic. All right. Thank you so much. Mordecai, let's talk the language of dreams and the sleep symbol of the week. Right. So uh, we thought, you know, uh, something that is related to fire. We already did fire before. I think we also did the uh, candles. So today we're going for the matches, right? Like when you use a match to uh, turn on the fire. So... Uh, it's very interesting because uh, the Kabbalists refer to the candle as our soul. Like when we see a candle in a dream, it's related to our soul. But um, when you dream about a, a match, um, and in the previous, like hundreds of years ago, it was different other things that were related to this. It's the desire of your soul to ignite more spirituality, to ignite more uh, drive to spirituality, to fulfill your purpose. So the, the match uh, represents uh, your this, the, the desire of the soul to ignite a greater desire for spirituality, uh, for elevation. And if the, if the match, and whatever happens to the match is related to this. So let's say the individual try to light the fire, but they, uh, they cannot light the fire. It shows that the soul wants it, but this, the conscious mind is afraid of the outcomes. Like what's going to happen when I choose more spirituality, when I bring more spirituality? What will I need to give up so I can uh, really... Uh, do I need to give up on any physicality? And um, if the match is completely uh, burnt, like it's turned on, like the fire is on and it's burnt, it means also that the individual, yeah, the fire is ignited, but they're also disappointed from the results because mm. it's not what they expected. But if it's you light the match and it's really creating like it's lighting something else, or that's a really good sign that you're in the right direction, that your soul is just to listen more to, you, to your soul. And um, 
And if you see this light, the sparks of light, it means that you are moving in the right direction and you've been granted this energy boost to really go to your next level. So what if it's lit and it goes out? A very out? good dream. It's a Sorry? Good, what if it's lit and it goes out? Or you so if it, it going uh, out? If yeah, so if it, go, if it completely, completely burns out, then the, the person is disappointed from, uh, from the outcomes. And if it's, um, it turns on, but then it turns off, it wasn't successful, it's like you need to persevere more. Okay. Uh, you need to push forward more um, and really to be able to, um, uh, to listen to your soul. So. And does it matter what it's lighting itself? So does it matter if it's like the, the match is lighting a candle or a fire or... Yeah, so if it's a candle, obviously it's very much connected to your soul um if it's um something that leads to a fire that leads to any type of distractions it's like you want to pay attention to your desires what are you what are you excited about you want to reprioritize the different things that uh, that, are, that are happening but it's, if it's a fire that is like warming and nourishing or cooking yeah, unless you're a chef and anyway you dream you might dream about these kind of things but uh, or you you spend a lot of time in the kitchen so as long as the fire is beneficial it means that it's going to bring a lot of goodness to your life and and to everyone that is around you and to the world all right thank yeah. you mordecai and now for something to sleep on, um, for this series, Miriam is going to be sharing what our something to sleep on is for each sign. So take it away, Miriam. So this is where we talk about the affirmations, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So right. I thought that it will be really uh, appropriate to um, narrow it all down to different affirmations that if you're really influenced by that specific sign today, it's Aries, you can constantly tell it to yourself, write it to yourself, repeat it. The more you repeat, positive affirmations are always only um, phrased in a positive way, right? It's not what I don't want to do. It's only what I want to awaken, what's the positive energy that, that I want to, you know, um, live by. So, so let's do a few affirmations for Aries. And I'm sure maybe not everything works for everyone, but some will be more, you know, appropriate for some than others. So just choose which. Yeah, maybe we can send uh, we can send everyone the recording of those affirmations so they can go to sleep with it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Or if if anybody not so connected to some, but more connected to others, make sure to stick to those because it's, it, you know, I'm going to repeat maybe seven affirmations. So, so let's see, let's see what they are. So one, I listen carefully before passing judgment. <laughs> the second one, I reflect before taking actions. And this is the idea of the three minutes, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. I meditate before making decisions. I fight for a great cause for the sake of others. When my team is successful, I win. 
when I focus on supporting others, I feel confident. When I share with others, I have more. And we can continue, but those are the main ones that I would recommend to anyone with a strong influence of Aries in their chart to keep on repeating over and over again. I, I will hugely concur with you. You hit all the, you hit all the big ones. So thank you so much, Miriam. <laughs> and we will be posting those each week for you on all of our social media platforms as we do every week with our Something to Sleep On the language of dreams and our archive shows. So please check out Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube for that information. And um, we're also going to remind you that, you know, if you know an Aries in your life um, and <laughs> think this will benefit them, please feel free to share, like, subscribe. Um, we also love your comments. We'd love to hear from you, Aries. Do you, do you feel what Miriam is talking about, what Mordecai is talking about? How did this impact you? And if you're taking the suggestions to see how your sleep and your dreams have progressed, so please make sure to comment or send us um, your, your insights. We always love to hear about them. Um, we want to make sure that you know not only this time to how to get in touch with Mordecai um, about his services, but also Miriam. So we'll start with Miriam. If you are interested in a chart reading, and I can honestly say I've had more than one with her and she's amazing, so I highly recommend it. You can go to kabbalah.com under guidance and there is a section for astrology and you can find Miriam's name in the list of the Kabbalistic astrologers and you can sign up through that. If you're interested in a dream interpretation, you can reach out to Mordecai at dreams at kabbalah.com or also go on kabbalah.com under guidance, where you will find a very dynamic, interactive um, application that uh, will help you understand what the best dream interpretation solution there is for you. If you're interested in a one-on-one -on -one session with Mordecai um, to go deeply into an area of your sleep and dreams, you can reach out to Mordecai at artofspiritualsleep at kabbalah.com. Again, we're very excited to have you back for this ninth season. I'm very much looking forward to it, Miriam. Thank you so much for joining us for this and the entire season. Mordecai, thank you as always for your deep insight. Thank you, and even more exciting, next week we're going to explore the best sign out of the whole zodiac. <laughs> Get ready. Okay. Yes. That would yes. be Taurus, and I'll say I'm a Taurus moon, so I'm excited as well. I'll give you a yes. little bit of that, although Aries are still the, the best sign I mean for sleep, you know, for oh, sleep and sleep. Definitely. <laughs> it's like how not to sleep. <laughs> yeah. so next week we're going to tell you how to stay awake. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, everyone, we look forward to it. We'll see you next week. Take Thank care. You. Good night, everyone.